Hello and welcome to the Profitable Practice Podcast with me, Andrea Maxim, naturopathic doctor turned healthpreneur. And every week I'm bringing you no nonsense, no BS, actionable strategies to create a practice that is not only profitable, but fully sustainable by you. If you're an action taker like me and want to create a practice that is profitable, then you've come to the right place. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you again so much for tuning into another episode of the Profitable Practice Podcast with, of course, me, Andrea Maxim, your host. Now, this is a very, very special episode, and I'm not going to take too much time before we jump into it, but this is a naturopath who reached out to me while I was launching my Maximize Your Clinic course and had complimented me on what I was doing to help promote my course and get myself out there and get the word out there to other naturopaths. And he has just the most open and kind heart of many of the people that I've been introduced to in my life. And the other most important thing is he is just so passionate about naturopathic medicine, about our community as NDs, and about giving back to communities that need our help but can't necessarily afford us. So in today's podcast, and I hope that you listen right to the very, very end because there is a special, not necessarily promotion, but there is a special program that this particular ND has created that not only serves us as the naturopathic community, but helps to serve his long-term vision and mission to give back to the communities in his area to do more community service and to help create medical clinics where we can offer naturopathic medicine to these people that are in need of us. And I'm just so thrilled that he came onto the show today to share his message and allowed me to offer him a platform to share his message and really help to give back to him so he can give back to others. So without further ado, let's start the interview. Hello, Amit. Thank you so much for being on the Profitable Practice podcast today. How are you? Good, Andrea. It's actually um, freezing here in Kenya, believe it or not. it's uh, We have our winters here right now, so you, I got a blanket on. <laughs> <laughs> but nothing like Canadian winter, I'm assuming. Oh, my God. I think that's why I left. <laughs> now, how long have you been in Kenya for? I was born here, actually, and then I came to Canada for university and worked there for a bit and then did naturopathic college and gestalt psychotherapy there and worked a year in Vancouver and then I came back to Kenya, gosh, in 2008 to start mobile clinics for poor communities. Amazing and that's something that I really want to make sure we touch on because I know there's a lot of people that are listening that want to offer you know community acupuncture and offer our services to populations that don't necessarily um, or can't necessarily afford us so we'll put a pin in that but first in case people don't know who you are I am talking to Dr. Amit Agarwal who is a naturopathic doctor and a psychotherapist so he is trained in gestalt therapy 
therapy, as you said, um, family constellations, EMDR, with years of experience treating physical issues, anxiety, stress, and depression, including working with UNICEF, UN staff, and other large organizations. His online course, which we're really going to talk about later on in the call, is using the five pillars of health. Uh, there are free videos on his website, and I will put all of the links that we talk about today in the show notes. He's been lecturing around the world and has been voted top five speaker on two world summits and earned him the recognition of top 43 naturopaths to follow, which is amazing. His book, Feel Good, and again, there's some chapters that I'll link to, is considered one of the most comprehensive guides to anxiety and depression. And Amit, you know what? This is so not my area, mental, emotional issues. And I would love to know what, you know, what was it that really niched you into that field of getting further into, you know, that, that black box that not all of us want to go into? <laughs> I didn't want to go in there either. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> I think just uh, life, um, hardships and pain and everything took me on that journey. And um, so what I realized through counseling, I did a four-year program in psychotherapy as well. I realized that we had to release trauma. We had to treat trauma and work on our belief systems, um, childhood memories, anxieties, um, just triggers, right? We had to work on them emotionally to release them as well as use naturopathic medicine to stabilize neurotransmitters, reduce inflammation, leaky gut, adrenal fatigue, to feel better. So supplements wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. uh, what comes close to counseling, of course, is homeopathy, because homeopathy is also energetic, and it releases what I call emotional holding patterns. Um, but now I go deeper and use family constellations, looking at the effects of previous generations or unaccounted for children or miscarriages, and those are affecting our psyche mm -hmm. and contribute to anxiety and depression, right? And so I went through a lot of breakups in my life and um, just difficult times, right? My mom passed away from cancer and just a lot of stress, anxiety and depression. So yeah, I was broken. I was really broken um, at times. And um, sorry, the alarm is going off here in Kenya. <laughs> And um, so I climbed my way back up, obviously, with a lot of help from fellow NDs and a lot of personal coaching. I went to a lot of therapy through Gestalt, part of my training, as well as just for personal help. And by climbing my way up, understanding the need for adrenal supplements, reducing inflammation, eating right, the right meditations, the right, right release techniques, um, I even developed my own techniques to overcome stuck belief systems because in, in, in Gestalt and all the training you do after you do multiple different systems of training, you develop an awareness of how to shift yourself, how to shift your mind and how to shift the minds of other people out of just negative belief systems and unhealthy thought patterns, right? And so, yeah, just by feeling my way through it, feeling my way through to a cure, I realized, gosh, these are important notes to take down, right? I wanted to help my patients first. 
And so I started taking notes on how to do this for my patients as well and got a lot of success from it and then had a bunch of notes and I said, let me turn this into a book. Initially, I wanted to make a million dollars so I could do my mobile clinics <laughs> all the time and just leave private practice, to be honest. We'll get there so someday. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, that's how I, that's really how I became an expert. Well, now for some people like myself, there's a hesitation to go down that road with patients. But I completely agree with you. I mean, you're talking about all the physical things that definitely need to be repaired, but every single patient is individualized based on their own personal mental, emotional blockages and hangups. And I love that you're going into the family constellations as well, which is something I never would have even thought of. So how what is the dialogue that you enter with your patients to start to get them to open up to you in such a way where we can start to get into that deeper level of treatment okay i love the question it's very tough to answer because it'll sound as if <laughs> i don't know it's like we have superpowers but really as natch passes healers we're all intuitive mm-hmm. and when you can recognize the pain, the sadness, um, the avoidance that a client is actively doing in the session at that moment. So gestalters are a lot about here and now. And then a lot of the other techniques are really about sensory perception, being aware of in the moment, body language. You can hold a person in the space and say, gosh, okay, what's going on right now? Or if that feels too soon, you can just get curious. You know, what I do is like, hmm, how long has this been going on for, right? Or how long have you been, how long have you been sad for? So instead of saying, oh, notice the sadness and stay with the feelings and all that, just support them to go deeper by saying, how long have you been uh, feeling like this for? Mm-hmm. That increases their own curiosity rather than make a stigma out of the emotion, Right. Um, and I train people how to do this, is uh, how to support a client in their space of suffering. And for some people, it's suffering. However, for them, it can actually, if they feel supported while emoting, there's a lot of release for them and relief. Yes. And so I train naturopaths in Rome how to be comfortable with their discomfort when seeing somebody in a crisis. Yeah. And I was just going to say, that's exactly, it's me. It's me preventing the treatment and the therapy from unraveling because I'm afraid of like, oh shit, what's the next thing that this person's going to say, you know, and (laughs) how am I going to handle it? Exactly, right? So it's really about your discomfort. So how can you be curious rather than criticize your discomfort, curious about it? What are the beliefs you have? What's wrong with you looking at somebody and noticing their pain? You know, sometimes we don't want to acknowledge that we are acknowledging their discomfort or the patient's pain because that's too intimate. Yes. And so I train people how to become intimate with their own feelings and with a patient. Yeah. So intimacy means into me see. That's like a cliche thing, right? And... um, when you can become intimate, when you're comfortable with intimacy, you hold the space with the client so well. We call that contact. 
And in contact, the patient then comes out of their minds and preoccupation or rumination. And if he, um, they're in connection with somebody while emoting. Yes. That moment, that creates relief for them. Choice. Choice of behavior, choice of a different perception. And they come out of that past that they were stuck in that was really causing their present emotion. So a lot of the stuff they're presenting now is based on a past event. Yes. So, yeah, it's, it's quite intense. And um, it's really about physician heal thyself. That's what I wanted to say, right? When you heal yourself, then you benefit both yourself and your client. And then with regards to timeline, the next thing I worry about is, well, I only booked this patient in for 30 minutes. And now they're starting yep. to go through this emoting period and these sensations. What mm. do you do in that instance when you're on a really great roll with the patient and you're starting to see them open up and become very vulnerable and then you have another patient waiting to come in? Do you see what yeah. I'm kind of saying? Because you don't want to just okay. say, oh, well, thanks for opening that door. See you later. <laughs> like, I'll book you in next week. Yeah. So generally for emotional work, one hour. Yeah, maximum an hour and a half. You don't want to get it too long either because it just becomes exhaustive for the client as well and you lose the experience. So half an hour I find a bit too short. What I could do is if there's a short time remaining and some emotional stuff comes up, I'll address it. I'll say, okay, let's look into that um, for the last 20 minutes we have. you know. And as they go into their story, so... I challenge the client if they're going in too much of the story. I'll say, okay, that's part, that's the story. Now just notice what you're feeling and what would you like to get out of the session? Mm -hmm. And if there's a short time remaining, I'll say, what would you like to get out of the session for the remainder 10 minutes that we have? Right. And then as I'm talking with the client and I'm giving them counsel, I'll say, we're, we're, we'll be ending soon. Yeah. Or just before we end, I'd like to finish up and just let's see what we can make out of this. Great. So give the responsibility back to them and um, I would almost say like don't baby them, like treat them as very empowered individuals as they're emoting, as they're breaking down saying, wow, that's, that's great. Just stay with the feeling. Yes. Notice what comes up for you and do you have anything to share? So automatically when they have, when you ask that question, they begin to become more, uh, how do I say, cerebral, which is not always a good thing, but when you want to get them out of that indulgence in emotion you need to get them cerebral again cognitive you know you need to get them speaking intellectually about what are they getting from this and that's a good place where you can close a visit does that make sense that's wonderful <laughs> and it's very no it isn't it's actually perfect because i'm i'm trying to get these um questions out because i know that there's people that are listening that want to do this work and they don't know how to approach it and they don't know what to do. And especially for new grads, we work so well on timelines. Well, I have this time and what if I go over time and what if there's that doorknob explosion, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. So that's why yeah. I'm really kind of um, asking you these questions because I want to make sure that as people are listening to what you're saying, because it is so powerful, yeah. that they now know what to do with it in their own practice. And this is something that you do as well, right? You coach practitioners so that they can I, get through their own emotional blocks and therefore be there for their patients. So elaborate a little bit on that too. For me, it's a wonderful experience working with students actually. Like um, I love teaching this technique, right? 
And I do it in Rome, and I was a teaching assistant at CCNM as well in uh, psych- health psychology. So um, poof, it's it's a it has many angles, right? It's very experiential. So if it's coaching one to one over Skype, then we do over Skype where you're working on your personal issues and your belief systems, and you can bring up patients. And talk about the patients and, you know, where did you feel stuck or then that's really your personal work. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is when you feel, how do I say this? When I, it sounds wrong to say when I empower you. So it's like when you empower yourself through the awareness that we work with, um, you go back to your patient more ready to work with them in a clear way, in a healthier way, right? So you're not um, stumbling with your own avoidances with your client you're very direct so i've been with clients where i can say okay look you're you're going again into your story and i don't want to waste your time in this session you know and i really i really want you to get something out of this session and if you continue going into your story i'm afraid we might not get much if you need to go that's fine just know that you know we have a bit of time left so think about what you really want to get out of the session it sounds in I would never be able to say that in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. When you mm-hmm. when you work through your stuff and your emotional blocks and you feel confident that you are coming from a place of compassion, you can really learn how to be direct and supportive at the same time. Mm-hmm. Give uh-huh. the client a feeling that you really care and it's important for them to make a breakthrough. And then in group work, what I do is so this is in Italy. I'll have uh, people sitting in a group sharing with each other some feelings about themselves or what makes it a difficult client for them. I'll get another uh, student to role play that difficult client. And then they'll switch roles. So if I have a problem with, I don't know, an aggressive businessman or something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. um, me with the problem, I'll actually role play that person, patient. So, so and I'll, then I'll watch somebody else counsel me. And then I'll get feedback from the other person. How was it to counsel such an aggressive business person, right? And because they do it so well or differently than what I imagine I should do, mm-hmm. it will, it's somehow I get over my beliefs about what an aggressive businessman or whatever sure. my phobia is. And then we'll switch roles again and I'll, I, I, the person with the phobia then practices counseling again with the partner who's now embodying my phobia. This time though, because I've had a slight shift, right, uh, by playing the role, I'll be able to counsel this person differently as well. Mm-hmm. And then I get feedback from the person and that readjusts my abilities, my sense of confidence, my comfort with the issue. And when you get support from a partner, from a therapist, from a coach, from a group, from group work, when you get that support, when you go back out into the world, it's like you have a, a backbone. Your yes. family's back you up, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> and so you, you can diligently work with your clients then. And it was because of this, this is totally your thing, right? This is what gets you up in the morning. This is what excites you. <laughs> this is what motivates you. This is what you were born to do, essentially. This is like your gig. You have then packaged it all wonderfully up in an online course 
that we as practitioners can access. So this is what I want to talk to you about for the next little bit because I think this is phenomenal. Number one, it's phenomenal because we're letting practitioners know that if this is what they want to do in their practice, they have access to you now online. Number two, which is even more exciting, is you actually got it approved by Kono, which is our regulating board in Ontario uh, for category A CE credits which is amazing. And we're going to talk about that. And number three, I want to talk to you about what the process was like for you to put together this course, because that Mm -hmm. is where I think a lot of our listeners want to go. They want to take their business to create their passion and put it out to the world and create some passive income. So number one, what is the name of your course? Okay. So the Kono approved official version is uh, a naturopathic approach to anxiety and depression. And the parts that's been approved is a lot of the naturopathic principles. And it was also approved for an hour of pharmacology as well. So I'll cover the connection. And this is the talk that got voted in those summits, as well as top five is I'll talk about the connection between. Um, so we all talk about leaky gut, adrenal fatigue, However, they're all interconnected. And I can, what I do is I also connect the liver into that. Um, a lot of us forget the liver, but the liver is the master organ, even in Chinese medicine, right? So talking about, for example, if you have inflammation from leaky gut, of course, that's going to exhaust your adrenal glands with cortisol imbalances. Inflammation will also cause a stag- um, inflammation in the liver cells, cause stagnation. Stagnant liver means less lubrication, less bile, more constipation, more digestive disturbances and damage, right? And therefore, so it's all whole cycle. The other thing I talk about is now, this is what I love doing, is the, the limbic brain connection to the adrenal system. We all know that stress causes adrenal response and we get stuck there. Yes. So the importance of doing emotional release, right? Either tapping, EFTs, psychotherapy, homeopathy. So there's a whole video in the course on using specific homeopathic remedies to treat trauma, the past. Right, so in in the repertory, there's a whole rubric on ailments from abuse, financial loss, sexual abuse, violence, um, discrimination, all these things. And when you understand that a patient felt upset after a certain event, and that feeling of upsetness um, got them stuck in a fight or flight response, then counseling, of course, can help. And homeopathy, when you use the right rubric and right remedy, can also address that past trauma, right? And so I put together this whole approach, this systemic approach to really treating the root cause of multiple health issues. Um, So it's not only anxiety and depression, of course it works with other diseases, as you know, as naturopaths know, when you heal the adrenal system, the liver, and the digestive system, these three pillars, and then emotional release, a lot of chronic diseases reduce or disappear. And is this what you've encompassed into your five simple systems? Yeah, pretty much. So the three, yeah, the five systems are the adrenal system and metabolism. Then there's the liver detox and lymph system. Then there's digestion, leaky gut, that whole system. Then there's emotional history and release. And then the five, fifth system is really something simple. It's just lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know. And in the fourth system about emotional release, you got to look at also, and this is what um, developing further is the family constellations. Yes. You know, 
if there's an abortion in the family that has not been addressed, either yours or your parents, it does create a disturbance that we we didn't realize, we take for granted actually. Or if there's a murder in the family or some addiction or a suicide or even victims of war, um, there's many factors. Uh, for example, if the father was absent because of a lot of work, then what happens is the mother creates a stronger bond with the child. Mm-hmm. However, the child is then displaced from that being just a child and almost senses a responsibility towards the mother. And that he's he's now stepped out of the position of a child. Yes. And that creates a sense of over-responsibility later on in life and can contribute to depression, anxiety, things like that, yeah? And what was the brainstorming process uh, for you to put yeah, this all together? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think we, we like cut I, out a little bit there. No, it's <laughs> so okay. you're going on into affairs. I, mean, was, I think I was literally going through all these things myself. Yeah. No, literally going through each and every therapy, going through a million homeopathic remedies, finding the value of even combination remedies, you know, instead of only relying on singular homeopathics. You know, Reykjavik, um, Physica Energetic, I think that's what they're called, yes. um, as well. They're, they're just brilliant combinations and we need them sometimes. They give significant relief. Not only relief, homeopathy has the ability to unravel locks. Yes. Yeah. In constellations, we call them disentangling entanglements. And when you do that, you untie it, everything just starts flowing better. The whole system comes into balance better. And we need that because every single entanglement eats up at your adrenal glands, creates you know a lock somewhere in your physical body, using up more nutrients. You're going into inflammation easier. You're developing tumors and all those sort of things. And if you don't un- untangle these locks, then you'll always rely on supplements and all these things because your body is in that state of compensation continuously, right? So you got to go back to, yeah, if the emotion, if an emotional event is the root cause, you've got to treat that root as a root cause. And so you've packaged all this up into a course that we can access anywhere across the world. And describe yeah. to me how that brainstorming process happens, like how you went from in your brain to creating the videos okay. and how much work was that? Because people don't understand how much work this is. Okay. So <laughs> first, um, So first, I wrote a book on this whole thing. And then um, that was for the mobile clinics. Then I spoke at a couple of conferences in uh, in Europe. And then at the conference, I met um, a naturopath who really wanted me to teach at her university in Rome. And so I created this whole lecture on an integrated approach to anxiety and depression. And I was teaching them counseling skills and staying with their feeling skills to these students. Based on this lecture, I said, okay, you know what? Let's create a video series out of this because I had the slides already, right? And so I created, basically, I broke down those slides into subtopics, into chunks. And I created whole chapters and just, yeah, videoing, creating videos is a pain, right? So you got you to gotta be, how do you call it, creative with your computer. So you can have the slides and do an audio of the slides, but it's quite boring. So what I did was just try and stick my face there at the same time. and But it's tricky, recording the face and the slides and a voiceover. Um, yeah, it took me a few months to do that. And what software so, were you using? 
Literally, um, my Mac Air book um, it has what QuickTime Player. So what you do is you have the PowerPoint slide there, and then you can record the screen, right? But you also have to have your face showing on um, on the screen as well, next to the PowerPoint slide. So with QuickTime Player, you have to, I think, record a new video first. But don't start recording. It'll just show your the camera, right? Your webcam. So then your face appears. And you position that next to the PowerPoint slide. Mm -hmm. And then what you do is you say uh, in QuickTime, now you do a new screen recording. So you're recording the screen. Yes. And that's what you record, the screen with your face showing because you're also creating a video, but you haven't really pressed play to record it. And yeah, there's a lot of cutting and editing and retaking and... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Now, ScreenFlow well, and Camtasia do all of that for you, just so you know. Okay. So on your next course, you don't have to... I need to write that. Down. ...do so much work. <laughs> Okay, so yes. now you've created the videos, and now how yeah. are you hosting them so that we can watch them once we buy the course? Okay, so um, I'm using, actually I got a, people, a few people to partner with me on this, is Kajabi. Um, a yeah. lot of people who are interested in online courses will know about Kajabi. There's other softwares out there, but I find Kajabi was the best one. And they have new it's, Kajabi now, which is even better the than the original. That's you could jump yeah that's the one i'm using because basically it lets you just upload a video their landing pages are fantastic their opt-ins are great it integrates with mailchimp you know it has a whole section on affiliate uh links so it's easy to marketing um it's yeah you're not you're not spending time trying to develop a website anymore yeah you no know, i spent so much time going back and forth with website developers um, in Kenya, looking for some in India, because like our economy is a bit different here, right? So we can't spend that much. Anyway. I mean, all over the world right now, it's a bit tight. And then I just found this new Kajabi. And I said, oh my God, let me just risk it. Let me just do it, right? And then luckily I had a naturopath, a couple of naturopaths who said, okay, you know what? We'll, we also want to create some courses, so we'll share the cost. That was fantastic. Perfect. Yeah. Good. Yeah, and no, very lucky. And so once you created it, and first let me ask you this, because you have not only created this for practitioners, you have a whole other stream for patients as well, yes? Yeah. So this is where I find a lot of us are getting tripped up, is we're afraid to put that content out there, because we're afraid mm -hmm. of what's going to happen when we do, being that we have a naturopathic license and all this. Did you mm -hmm. come across any of that fear when you're putting it together for patients as well? For sure, right? You're like, okay, how ethical is this? Or like, is it really sound information? And then I think when I got it approved by Kono and all the modules were there and the feedback I'm getting from people, you know, and I've simplified it enough so that non-naturopaths can also watch it because it explains what the digestive system is. It goes yes. back to the basics and also you know, why certain supplements work and everything and how to use them, etc. I don't know, the feedback I'm getting just makes it worth it, you know, like, I, yeah, I feel very comfortable with it now. So let's talk about Kono, because that's a okay. whole other ball of wax. <laughs> yeah. 
And how long, like, what was that process? So you approached them, you filled out the application. They have to go through the quality assurance committee to approve you. How long was that whole process just to get it approved? Gosh. I would, like, Kono was very helpful with me, to be honest. Um, pretty straightforward. It just took a very long time because they wanted um, a bit more detail on things, slides, then the committee has to meet and they meet maybe once a month or something. So the response is not immediate, right? Yeah. And then um, also on my part, I think, because I'd added some more material. Because um, remember, you make the application, but you're like, oh, my God. When you make the application, you realize you have to know the timing of each video. Oh. So I had the concept and the slides, but I hadn't made the videos yet. So when I applied, I was like, I don't know how long these videos are going to be. This is the material, right? Like, no, we need the timing. So like, okay, then I had to go back and create all the videos, submit it again. And then I created some extra pharmacology videos, right? And so I think that whole process, because I kept on adding stuff, is also delayed it a bit. Okay. Uh, but expect maybe about four months. I mean, for you, if you're well organized and you got everything there ready to go, maybe even within a month or two. And was there any feedback saying, you know, you can't really do this or you need to go back and change this? No, it was because I gave a lot of details. So they, in addition to the videos and everything, they wanted a breakdown actually. Yeah. So they said, we need to know exactly the, what you're talking in the videos. So give us like video by video, the modules you're covering and stuff like that. So I just wrote a lot of, a lot of details in there. And as long as it's naturopathically relevant and it's mm -hmm. useful to the community, I don't see why not they shouldn't approve it, right? Because, I mean, it's a naturopath teaching naturopaths, which I'm not saying is better or worse. It's just that we understand what's relevant to the profession, right? So we understand what material to include. So break down your course for me. What exactly is it? How many modules? What do you go into? What are we okay. going to learn from it? Okay, so um, I think the first four modules, the first video is basically like the, what contributes to emotional problems, right? And then we go into the digestive system, leaky gut syndrome, looking at that, how to eat right, the different supplements that a lot of people know about. I had a couple of extra things I've learned along the way. And um, then going into the liver, why the liver is so important for emotional health, whether it's because, you know, the liver um, converts lactate back into glucose and if there's high amounts of lactate, then you get more anxiety. And that's something we don't really cover in much detail in naturopathic school. Then also the contribution of liver to thyroid function and leaky gut syndrome and all that, then different homeopathics you can use to detoxify the liver and help the liver function better. And then just little things like, you know, when you breathe deeply, the diaphragm actually massages the liver better. And that's why in Chinese medicine, they say stress creates liver chi stagnation because when you're stressed, you breathe shallow, right? And that's why you get tight shoulder muscles because you're not doing diaphragmatic breathing. And if you're not breathing with your diaphragm, you're not massaging your liver, so your liver becomes stagnant. So it's like the little nice connections, right? Mm. And then we go into the adrenal system and the connection with that and with inflammation, the homeopathic remedies to release stress and trauma that are keeping the adrenal system stuck, as well as adrenal supplements. And then we go into nice supplement protocols like the systems we can use, a lot of about amino acids and specific um, 
neurotransmitters, so we know anxiety and depression, but what if, if it's a serotonin deficiency or it's, if it's a GABA deficiency or it's a dopamine? What are the different peculiar symptoms to look at? And then what amino acids are relevant to those particular um, neurotransmitters? Then there's a whole hour on homeopathy, you know, um, how to use the ailments from rubric as well as different backflower remedies and a diff uh, few different, a handful of um, homeopathic remedies for mental emotional conditions. Just the typical pictures, right? And what else is there? Gosh, there's a whole section on pharmacology. So just covering briefly the drugs that are used, anxiety and depression, and then how I manage patients to come off them. And I give you some case examples as well. So the importance of understanding what's the contributor first, right? Is it a liver issue, adrenal system, or shock and trauma? and inflammation as well. Stabilize the neurotransmitters physically and then work on the emotional release, either with counseling or homeopathy and you know tapping techniques and things like that. So when you go through this, you, it's like you just feel more confident, right? Like use an integrated approach. Don't be afraid of counseling. Also understand when to counsel and when to use the physical remedies. I can't see why anybody would want to watch this. Like even I am just thinking, I wish I'd known about this sooner. Like I wish I'd known about this course sooner. I definitely need to do it just because I'm popping out a little one soon and I got to get my category A credits. <laughs> so if there's, if there's anybody that is interested in this, as I promised, the link to uh, Amit's course is going to be on the show notes and on the website maximizebusiness.ca. I think it's amazing what you've done and talking to you, you are so in tune with this and it's so nice to talk to practitioners that are so inspired by what they do and I can I can feel that from you and I think that's fantastic. It's Yeah, it's my favorite thing to do actually and also I'm excited um, this is a little request to the community. I'm going to use some of the funds for my mobile clinics from the course. And so if anyone wants to affiliate with it, I'd really appreciate it. There's a whole affiliate link and everyone gets like 20%. They can put it towards a charity or the mobile clinics. And also when you do sign up for the course, I've made it really affordable for people to get group coaching because that's what changed my life, to be honest. I went yeah. through a lot of group yeah. process. So it's like $25 a session or something for 10 sessions. So you come in, we we do it together. If you want to work one-on-one -on -one with me while the group is listening or you learn how I'm working with others, you know, you get a sense of what it is like to, I don't know, feel safe during an emotional transformation, right? And then you can take these skills back to your patients. And let's talk so, about those mobile clinics because I promised I'd come back to it. Tell okay. me what this is like. So as I said, there's practitioners that want to do this with their their license. What is a medical clinic and why is it so important to you to be establishing them? I, I don't know. Like, I think I was born with this passion, right? And it's been an up and down journey, to be honest, because funding is not easy, you know, and it can break you. And so... Like I left Canada to start my mobile clinics and like with nothing, right? And um, so, yeah, I just got back on the back of a pickup one day. A friend of mine, he was doing some community work already. He belonged to an organization. He says, come, let's go. Went to the bush and did my first clinic with homeopathy. And then I tried to do some fundraising and stuff like that. And it's just hard work. You know, it's just a lot of proposal writing 
long time at the computer. They're asking for monitoring and evaluation. If you don't have a history with the organization, then you don't even get much funding. It's crazy. And then I started getting medical brigades, basically like NDI does, right? So students come into Africa and they pay for that and pay for supervision and all that, which is good. It keeps the clinics going. However, it doesn't do it consistently enough, number one. Number two, I found the trips a bit expensive for students and I just... It didn't sit right with me, to be honest. For me, it was that was more emotionally draining. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather, honestly, I don't know, like earn my own money somewhere through the course and through the books or get people to help me sell the course. And then people just cover the cost of the trip or something. I just feel cleaner that way, especially because, I don't know, in the community, like you're like brothers and sisters to me, right? And it's yeah. like I just your sharing experience to be honest so I actually put a hold on the mobile things for a long time just because of this emotional turmoil but I'm excited I got a classmate coming in, in September next month and we're doing a mobile clinic so it's Yay. good and and we're doing the podcast now and we're getting the word <laughs> out for you and I couldn't be more thrilled to be putting my part in to help you with this goal because mm. It is phenomenal. And there are people that need this help and support, especially from you. And I think if anybody who's listening, is there even a place where we don't necessarily want to buy the course and we can just help you fundraise? Is there anything that we can do in that regard? Okay. Yeah. So for me, it would be more like helping affiliate with the course or the book because I'm a bit shy on, um, Sorry, I don't know if my screen is okay there, Andrea. It's good. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, affiliating with the course would be fantastic or with the book, bringing awareness. I shy away from fundraising because it just feels a bit strange, you know? Okay. Um, however, if there is a good amount of fundraising that comes in and it makes the organization sustainable for long, of course, I'll welcome that. The thing what I want to do now is do more education. That's where I really need the funding is I want to educate the communities on using this medicine now rather than doing, you know, once in a while mobile sure. clinics. I want them to have this um, medicine in their hands. And also the medical board in Kenya is getting a bit strict with volunteers coming. So I really have to check on that. They're, they're not letting volunteers come that easily anymore to just treat communities. They want... Um, them to be registered, even though naturopathic medicine is not part of the medical board. I just have to check on that as well. But um, yeah, the intention to educate the communities and coming to do that. And what and is I the... Love <laughs> as well, so right. <laughs> what is the best way for people who are listening to contact you directly to start to become an affiliate for your book or for your course? Okay, so the course... Um, it's, I'll leave it on your website, I think, right? Yeah. We'll put it on the website. It's health.dramit.com forward slash P for like pages or something, I presume. Then another forward slash. And then um, it's affiliates. And we and will put that link on the, the website for sure. And then you um, on your website, there's already a link or you'll have a link taking them to the course where it'll describe the CME credits and stuff yes. like that. Cool. Yeah. And then the same thing for the book? Yeah, the book is um, the book is on, if you just go to drmeet.com. Okay. It's there. There's a link to Amazon. And then spreading the word about the book. The, 
the the revenue generated from the book is very minimal. I think Amazon just gives you like three dollars or something per book or yeah, something like that. Pretty much. So the course, <laughs> yeah. You want to market the course to be much better, but market the book as well because it always opens doors, right? Yes. And is there anything else you'd like to say to people that are listening today about you, about what you do, about anything, even motivational tips for some people to yeah. keep going? The key thing is just um, the book that changed my life actually was The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. You know, you just do it. Just keep on going. Just every function you're at. I mean, I've stopped doing this because it got too much. Every function you're at, every opportunity is an opportunity to drop a business card, drop, plant the seed. You know, I was blocked off in a parking lot by somebody. And when I went to call the person, I was like, hang on a sec. Let me take my brochure with me. So I literally went and said, excuse me, you're blocking my car. And, uh, oh, by the way, what do you do? You know, go into conversation. Ah, have this, you know, like you're welcome to come and see me. So every negative thing can be an opportunity for something greater. And intuitively, in my mind, I just want to speak about the coaching. Like I'd love to welcome you guys on a group coaching call. And we can do one especially for naturopaths, right? Let's work on our emotions together. Let's grow. Let's um unentangle peel away the layers so we're more clear and available emotionally and crisply i should say right for our patients so that we can just make a difference yeah and you know that makes naturopathic medicine so much more powerful because when the patient feels a connection and emotionally seen and relieved the medicine works better right and the reputation of naturopathic medicine just gets stronger Dr. Amit Agarwal, thank you so much for being on the show today. I feel pleasure, like man. more enlightened sitting here and I still have a number of patients to see. I think it's nighttime for you. It is. <laughs> yeah, so you can go to bed now. You've done great. This is the perfect way to end your day. Thank you again so much for being on the show. And I will do my best to put things out there as much as I can. And I hope everyone who is listening will also do the same and share the links that I have on the website, maximizebusiness.ca. And let's help Amit achieve his goals way out there in the bush or wherever you are <laughs> in Kenya and across the world, of course, too. And thank you for the community, really. Like the naturopathic community has been very supportive so all of you listening like i know you have good hearts and you're doing good work so just go out there you know like i don't know i just we have good energy as a community really i really feel it good so thank you thank you awesome i'm gonna leave it there <laughs> have a wonderful That's evening it. ciao <laughs> so for all of you that have just listened to this entire podcast i thank you I hope that you will now go to the maximizedbusiness.ca website, look up Amit's podcast with myself, and invest in his program so that he can, as he said, start to create those medical clinics where he lives in Kenya and start to spread naturopathic medicine to those people that seriously need us out there. And if you want to become an affiliate, those links are going to be available too. So right now, before you do anything else, please just go to the website 
at least take a look at the course. If you don't want to buy it yourself, promote it to other people. Share this podcast with the rest of the naturopathic community, regardless of where you live in North America or Australia or Europe or whoever's listening to this. This is the podcast you want to share with everyone. Let's make it go viral. Let's make his dream come true. If there's anything that we can do as naturopaths, it's support each other. And I really hope that of all the podcasts you've listened to from me, this is the one that you really want to take action with. And with that, guys, I want to thank you again so much for being so loyal and listening to my show. If there is anything further that I can help you with personally, do not hesitate to contact me. We can book a 30-minute strategy call to help you with your business. But more than anything, this show was all about giving back to the people in need and help a meet do his thing over there in Kenya and what a phenomenal man he is. So go to the website now. I will talk to you guys again next week, but take action. Spread the word like wildfire. Let's make this podcast go viral. And I thank you guys so much for doing that. I'm out. You guys are killer. Thank you as always for listening to the Profitable Practice Podcast. Leave me a comment and if you haven't already, I would love a review in iTunes. Definitely subscribe to this podcast and leave me a quick review. For those ready to maximize your practice, contact me at www.maximizedbusiness.ca.